yeah, I love the lessons that we get from watching, but overall, it's not a gem as everyone is claiming it to be on my drama list. Like, I'm actually like, what the hell? People are giving it 10 out of 10. And I'm just like, the heck? But then again, it could just be me because I've seen way too many similar dramas. They kept unfolding layers. Now, you would think this is a good thing because, oh my gosh, the drama is deep. No, it's not. I complain about these types of dramas and I say they are ingrained and they're cliche and they're boring and I'm watched to pastime. But then I also binge while watching. So yeah, I'm the CEO of Contradicting Herself. This was kind of set in 2023. But I will talk more on that in the filter recap. I was actually confused. That is not okay. <laughs> like, that's really not okay. Because think about it. How would you feel if you're in a relationship and your partner gives you a hammer as a gift? And when you're like, what is this? They're like, I'm going to hit you with it if you ever cheat on me. What? Like, anyway, I know they were trying to be funny, but it's the little things like this that actually get to me. <laughs> it's a fluffy, funny, dramatic all over the place type of drama that we are all sick of watching <laughs> and i'm not kidding okay guys um before we start this is shameless but i just want to request that it would be nice of you guys if you could rate and review this podcast on whatever platform you listen on that will help me a lot so like if it's spotify or apple podcast or google podcast whatever podcast there is just like leave a rating and a review please like at least one person who's listening to me please don't do me dirty and actually leave a rating i would really really appreciate it okay thank you anyway hi guys so on today's episode we will be talking about crazy love which is another 2022 drama i have completed so i started this drama on april 13th i went into it without expecting much to be honest (laughs) But there's surprisingly a lot of things to learn from watching. I can't believe I'm saying this. Oof. I completed this on May 3rd. I low-key binged the beginning parts, but then the last few episodes I took my time to watch. By the way, today is May 6th, so I wasn't able to record right after watching like I did for the other two dramas that I've put out content for. That's Business Proposal and 2521. Okay. So, I will read the plot synopsis at some point. You guys know how this goes. But to answer the question, is Crazy Love worth watching? Yes, it is worth watching. Um, It is filled with a lot of product placement and we have a lot of cliches, including a contract relationship once again. But yes, it is worth watching. I'm already talking about it. So, I'm just going to answer again. What is Crazy Love about? So basically we have this very mean CEO who treats people like the S word and he is super overbearing. He cannot keep a secretary for a long time, but then he keeps a secretary for close to a year, over a year, I'm not sure. And he gets into an accident, which has something to do with that accident. No, what? Which has something to do with that secretary. By the way, the overbearing CEO is played by... Kim Jae-wook, he plays Nogo Jin and the secretary he is able to keep for longer <laughs> than he has ever is um, Crystal. It's played by Crystal and she plays, for crying out loud, I do not remember her name even though I watched it just like three days ago. What the heck? Oh, Lee Shina, Lee Shina. She plays Lee Shina. Um, as I was saying, so he gets into an accident and that accident has something to do with the secretary. And when he wakes up, he wakes up with amnesia. And his secretary claims to be his fiance. I'm trying not to laugh because I don't want to give away too much. But yeah, this is a basic, basic rundown of what this drama is about. And just so you know, this drama is childish. It is all over the place. It is very childish. But I will talk about that more in the unfiltered recap section. Yeah, so what I said in that basic rundown is like 0.1%. Because it seems like the writers forgot that's what this drama was supposed to be about. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. Okay, but something to know is that no one likes Nogojin. Obviously, this sounds really basic. Like, okay, no one likes him. So, but because no one likes him, that becomes the center of a lot of things that unfold. So, yeah, it might seem basic, but then it actually got intense. But still, like when it got intense, I just kept face palming myself because I felt like it was forced. But once again, I will talk more about that in the unfiltered recap. 
so the romance was just okay for me like it's not kim J wook's strongest you guys know i have watched her private life and putting this up against that like this cannot even stand close to that because kim J wook and park Min young i shipped them so hard and their chemistry and their romance in her private life was low-key superior not even low-key it is superior so this i don't know i just I didn't really care for their romance, like, and it's weird. I shipped Crystal with Kang Min Hyuk because of the airs. <laughs> Please don't come for me. But anyway, so their chemistry here was alright. I just, I cared more about Crystal changing him and like how when she came into his life, everything started to become better-ish or worse. I'm not going to give away too much. And yeah, I cared more about that than any romance that they had, to be honest. Like I said, I did make a lot of comparisons like to his character from her private life and Loki he gave me the same vibes you know he always plays some type of rich CEO or like a professional and, and I think that's the character he has had in all the dramas I've watched of him did I make an episode for Kim Ji-wook I think I did I think I did yeah so go listen to that I actually haven't watched that many things <laughs> i think i've only watched two things i think i've only completed no, actually i've completed more than two but i'm talking about the dramas that he was actually important because y'all know he wasn't in coffee prince but his character wasn't one of the main so he was just like a side character but dude he is so hot in coffee prince like that made me fall for him <laughs> actually i don't know if what i said is different on the episode i recorded for him but yeah just go listen to that i told you my thoughts change really often as i was saying he is always a prodigy of some kind in a particular field like in her private life he was supposed to be super artistic and very talented and then here he is supposed to be a math genius who's like really smart and he's always allergic to something too it's so funny and he has a trauma okay i'm just gonna stop because i feel like i'm gonna keep making comparisons even before i started i assumed that his character would be that way and i was low-key right <laughs> anyway i was just so excited to see crystal plus there's this new actor i have fallen for his name is hajun i think song hajun he's just so beautiful he plays the character called segi in this and he's like super close to gojin no gojin played by kim jaywook his character was like super sweet in the beginning and it was giving me eerie vibes because y'all know they always make that character turn bad no further comments on that but yeah i really love Siggy. like he has a special place in my heart he's so precious he was a piece of trash at some point but yeah he is just so precious and i still love him and then another kind of important character that we had was Big Soo Young, played by Yoo In Young, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, you guys know I don't like anything I've watched of this woman because she always plays a character I dislike. I saw a comment saying, like, why does she only get characters to act the B? And that is so true. Like, in every drama I've watched of her, she's super clingy, super annoying. She's literally a B word and she's either taking someone's man or she's an ex or like bro it's just so irritating like seriously everything i've watched of her is like that <laughs> it's like i can't unsee that character anymore because that's literally all i've watched of her so every time i think of you and young i just think of a b and i mean a b word i just don't want to curse on this podcast is the b word a curse word anyway the only part of her character that i loved <laughs> was that she was the only one of the only female CEOs that they showed in this drama, plus her outfits were on point. Like, damn. She just, she understood the assignment. There's this one time she wore like a pantsuit and then a cropped button down shirt. Like, bro, her outfits, I was just like, yes, yes, queen. But anyway, yeah, she plays um, Nogojin's ex in this. So I did tell you guys that there are a lot of things to learn from watching this, surprisingly. And one of it is that you should be careful of what you say. And that could go multiple ways. So be careful because you could implicate yourself and also be careful because you can harm other people or worse, ruin someone's life just by what you say. And also be careful of how you treat people. Like these are basic stuff, but until you watch the repercussions and you watch the consequences and how it actually affects people you're like dang like obviously if you have good training at home you know you shouldn't be talking trash 
about someone else because it could really cause a lot of damage you shouldn't be treating people like the s-word because obviously that's not moral and that's not ethical and that's just mean but we low-key do and sometimes we do without even realizing that it's gonna cause as much damage as it is so yeah i just love that they show that like i'm saying it is cliche but until you see an example you actually don't know or you don't realize that it will cause a lot of damage and what's sad is like sometimes you don't even remember the people that you hurt but those people are living miserably because of what you did and you don't even remember like because it was so trivial to you or you don't even realize that you're hurting them once again anyway there's also a lesson in this drama about finding a different way to achieve your dream i'm not gonna give away too much but like lishina there was this obstacle that she had to face or many obstacles actually and she really wanted to achieve her dream of becoming an instructor so she does it in the non-traditional way because she can't go through the regular route because once again there are a lot of obstacles and she does it her way and she actually achieves her dream i just found that so beautiful because it's like if she just gave up and she was like well no one believes in me or like if i get this job now everyone's gonna be talking blah 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 like and she just gave up then that'll be really sad because she's giving up her dream for other people but i love the fact that she tried multiple ways you know i feel like what i'm saying is so basic but i don't know why it just hit me really hard like these things that i'm telling you guys hit me really hard okay something else that they kept doing was they kept unfolding layers now you would think this is a good thing because oh my gosh the drama is deep no it's not (laughs) it is not a good thing because it was irritating and i'm saying it was irritating because it made the drama all over the place so like it wasn't thrilling for me i was just like why do they keep doing this like some things didn't follow i forgot about some characters and whatnot and they kept building up the tension and when they finally revealed what it was I just like really like I face palmed myself and it was like the same reaction I had in one the woman go listen to the episode I made on that if you're curious about what I said but yeah for me the plot twist wasn't as strong or maybe it was it's just like it was hard to keep up with everything because they kept introducing new characters introducing new facts I was just like what the heck is going on literally it was so hard to follow I'm telling you guys I even forgot about some characters that existed I was just like what is happening i forgot about how the drama started because <laughs> they really strayed away from the plot that everyone was expecting it to have which is a good thing because honestly the plot like even from the plot synopsis i was like i don't know if i want to watch this because i've watched a drama that is almost exactly the same a c-drama but i'm glad that they did stray away from that plot but still it was really distracting just how they kept like bringing new things into it and trying to do this we're going to unfold this layer and then another layer and then another layer i was just like okay guys can we just stick to one thing and actually focus on it but anyway despite all these that i'm saying (laughs) it was actually a good watch i should say it was a good watch for me i don't know if i'm gonna call it a good drama i mean it is is it i don't know you can answer the question by yourself after you listen to what i have to say yeah and they also made me so curious like i started coming up with my own ideas because i was so curious (laughs) i'll talk more about that in the unfiltered recap but yeah i came up with extreme ideas and i really wanted to figure out the situation on my own so like i tried not to search up this drama for any reason like i didn't search up the title i avoided going on k-drama tweets because i didn't want to see any like tweets about crazy love or any spoilers I even held back from searching up the OSTs. There's this one song, like, I am trying to guess who is the singer. And I think I know who it is. I really wanted to confirm, but I didn't want to search it out because I didn't want to see any um, spoilers. <sighs> but yeah, it was quite disappointing. Like, after doing all this, not to get any spoilers, when they revealed the truth, I was just like, really, you might as well have just searched it up because there was nothing to be, like trying to avoid (laughs) if that makes any sense but i have to say there was a lot of character development and that is another thing i appreciate from watching this like the center character nogujin realized his mistakes and his faults and he wanted to make it right like he explicitly said i want to make it right now this sounds really cliche once again but it hits 
really hard when you watch the drama for some reason or maybe it's just for me because i feel like it's actually realistic like everything that they showed how mean he was and the damage he caused to other people's lives and their reaction it was just so realistic and that's what i appreciate the most about this drama but this drama is so childish like it is so childish it is so cliche it's half and half it's good but it's also not good i don't want to call it a bad drama it's not bad it's just i'm just tired and sick of dramas like this i'm sorry guys yeah like at one point i was watching to pass time but then it got intense so i stayed (laughs) i think to be honest i've just watched way too many fluffy dramas and now i need a crime and justice one but then it's interesting because when i put this on hold i started to actually miss it like i was like okay i really want to continue like i told you guys i do complain about these types of dramas i say that they aren't green and whatever but then i binge and i'm just like really but yeah i think i just need a really intense crime and justice drama right now that's the only thing that can help me stop feeling this way because i feel like if i keep watching fluffy dramas i'm just gonna keep rating them lower and lower because i'm just tired of it <laughs> maybe a drama like bad and crazy i need a drama like that that drama was just so good one thing i will say for sure is that even though this drama strayed away from the plot that everyone thinks it has i think it's actually for the better like it was all over the place and whatnot but i feel like if they just stuck to the original plot it would have been trash (laughs) because there's only so much you can make out of that plot and when i read the plot synopsis y'all will understand what i mean by that and also like the intro so like when they're showing us all the characters what they're showing is actually not what the drama is about i don't know i don't want to give away too much but just get into it and you'll understand yeah i think i will give this a solid eight out of ten maybe i'll rewatch funny scenes but it's just an okay drama for me yeah i think it will end the general portion of this episode here i have a lot to talk about in the unfiltered recap like i made so many notes so even though this feels kind of short the entire episode is going to be quite long because of the unfiltered recap but yeah i will read the plot synopsis right now i'm just going to search it up i think we should do asian wiki crazy love k-drama 2022 and apparently there have been a lot of crazy love dramas <laughs> what like a lot of dramas have been titled crazy love so when you want to watch this one just be sure to search up 2022 anyway so crazy love has 16 episodes each episode is about an hour yeah it actually was done airing april 26th which is why i continued that day because i was like okay all the episodes are out now i can just binge watch <laughs> but then i actually didn't end the binge watching because it took me how many days so 26 27 20 29 30 1 2 3 it took me eight days to complete so i stopped when i was in episode nine so and it has six episodes so it took me eight days to complete seven episodes which means i was watching like one episode a day almost close to an episode a day which is not bad at all i'm not mad but then again sometimes i actually didn't watch so i wasn't watching every single day like so maybe i will watch like 20 minutes today tomorrow i'll watch an hour plus but yeah it wasn't like evenly split so here is the plot synopsis for crazy love by the asian wiki staff shout out to asian wiki again it says no good jane play by kim jay wook is the most popular math instructor in the private education field and he is the ceo of go top education even though he has only a high school level education he has achieved all his success due to his extreme intelligence he seems like a perfect man with a handsome appearance high iq and wealth he is also narcissistic yes he is one day he suddenly warned that he will be murdered what is this how it nah this is not in the beginning actually guys there is something about the opening scene that is making me so freaking irritated because i cannot figure it out hold up that doesn't happen or am i just not remembering or is that what the opening scene was anyway Lishina played by Crystal works as Nogojin's secretary. She is a diligent and responsible employee. Due to her quiet and introverted personality, she has little presence with her boss Nogojin and her colleagues at work. Uh, that's not just Crystal, bro. Everyone who worked for him was like that. <laughs> 
they began to recognize her because she has worked for the notorious Nogajen for more than one year. She then learns that she does not have much time to live. Yes, I guess I didn't tell you guys that because I don't want it to be a spoiler. But once again, they do stray away from that just so you know but yeah so she is told that she has cancer and she has only a few months to live and because of that she becomes really reckless anyway and that's when the accident happens and whatnot so like i said kim jaywook plays nogojin the male lead crystal plays lishina the female lead hajun <laughs> he's so beautiful bro he plays osegi and you and young she plays big Young. those are kind of the four main people actually i would say they're only yeah i don't know i was gonna say they're only three but even hanjun i don't want to call him a like second male lead because he's just an important character we don't have a big second lead in this one except for you and young because she is kim jaywook's ex in this um but yeah because this is about education and different companies we have a lot of um different characters who are somewhat important because everyone kind of has their own story if that makes any sense but i don't want to call them out you can just go on asian wiki and see it for yourself <laughs> thank you so much guys for tuning in i'm so glad that you did if you like content like this and if you don't mind please check out previous episodes and come back for more and new content Alrighty, righty so yeah the romance in this was eh, for me like it's not Kim Jae-wook's strongest. I feel like because when I went into this, I've already watched A Private Life. And I kept making comparisons even when I didn't want to. And I kept making comparisons. And I kept making comparisons. It seems basic, but then it gets somewhat intense all of a sudden. And a dog is barking right now. <sighs> Am I going to be able to record today? I feel like I jinxed it by saying I will be interrupting and now a lot of things are interrupting me. I'm just going to keep going even if the dog is barking because I really want to get this over with. I just hope the mic isn't picking it up. Anyway. This is an attempt to record for Crazy Love because I look you feel like I will be interrupted. So this will most likely be divided into two so i think i will record half today and record the other half another time if i am interrupted which is a high chance of that happening so <laughs> and that's only because i put it on hold on april 16th and i continued on april 26th anyway by the way yesterday i was talking to someone and she was like oh my gosh i'm gonna go binge watch 2521 and i was just like sis don't don't do it to yourself but she was like she already knows how it ended i was like okay whatever you can watch it i guess no i'm just gonna stick to what i said it is just so loud today guys i am so sorry now i don't know what is going off but yeah it's pretty loud <sighs> i just want to record in peace guys basic rundown of what this drama is about and just know this drama is so childish the plane is going by as usual This one is taking longer than usual. What the heck? Are they just like rotating? <laughs> like, bruh, I'm trying to record. I don't know why the mic picks it up. I guess it's just like really loud. Anyway, this is a basic. I also made a lot of predictions because I could already tell how this drama was going to go. So I will read the predictions that i made for you guys right now but i'm not going to tell you if they're right or wrong because if i tell you right now 
then you're gonna know that that's what the drama is about but i've told you guys this drama is low-key empty so my first prediction was someone else tries to kill him he loses his memory instead he becomes less powerful and then less smart then he falls in love with lishina she falls for him too then his memory returns and he remembers the part of her threatening to hit him with the hammer or he thinks that she hits him with the car then it'll cause damage to their relationship or this is the second prediction that i made since she has to dress on he will mistake her to be his first love and she'll go along with it for an alibi of why she was at his house and then they'll say that they were in a relationship and she can go scot-free that way or he's faking everything um yeah how accurate was i oh uh, i would say 80 percent. let's move on <laughs> so like also i also also i made a lot of predictions because there was something that started to happen and i was just so confused and i was like actually no that's not when i made predictions i made predictions in episode one <laughs> anyway thank you guys for tuning in i'm so what i can't even talk and i've only been recording for less than 30 minutes actually 30 minutes on the dot what anyway um thank you so much guys for tuning in what i cannot speak for tuning in not in the order of how things happened i just okay it's actually it should be that way but the thing is when i was compiling it because i took a lot of notes while watching this which is interesting because i'm calling it an empty drama but then i have so many notes but anyway so i took a lot of notes and I, I just wanted to select a few so then i started no i actually didn't want to select a few i wanted to combine notes that are similar if that makes any sense so i can just read it out at once instead of like talking about it and then reading out another note that has to do with that and talking about it again i feel like i've called and i've said i feel like so many times have mercy <laughs> anyway i have called dramas empty but then i low-key appreciate a lot of things from them what was i saying okay so a first prediction that i made should i read it right now yeah okay i think i'll just read it <laughs> this is so funny <laughs> Okay, let us start with the unfiltered recap. I low-key feel like I will be interrupted, but I'm just gonna start recording and wherever I stop, I will come back and continue. Once again, today is May 6th. Currently recording in the morning. I actually wanted to wake up really early to record, but I was just like, it's really not that worth it. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm going to read out my notes verbatim and I'm gonna try not to say a lot on the notes that i read out so i'm just gonna read it out and let you understand what i'm trying to say from the notes because it's just a lot and if i want to expand on every single note then uh, that's gonna take forever also the notes are not in chronological order if that makes any sense anyway let's get started so the first thing i said is in episode four i had enough I was getting irritated and annoyed by how childish this drama was. I was watching to pass time, but then at the end of episode 7, I was like, okay, I need to keep watching. They succeeded in hooking me. I don't really remember what happened at the end of episode 7. Also, guys, I'm just going to warn you again. If you have not watched this drama or if you don't want any spoilers, then you can stop listening right here because i'm going to talk about the notes and i will make references to the drama and there will be a lot of spoilers that is why i am reserving this part as the unfiltered recap because i'm not going to filter anything that i say in terms of spoilers okay but what i'm thinking the end of episode seven was was either when he revealed that he was faking it you know, it's interesting because I already knew he was faking it. Like, that was one of my predictions because they always do that. So I knew he didn't have amnesia, but I think there was a part we Lishion. Lishion? I have not seen Lishion in a long time. So I was actually glad to watch this drama. But anyway, I think it was when he was like, why do you look like someone who has done something wrong? And then he was like, yeah, I don't have amnesia. I was like, oh, okay. So they succeeded in hooking me because... I didn't know they will reveal it that way, but I already suspected that he didn't have what he claimed to have. I just said I'm not going to talk a lot about it, but look at me really going into it. Okay, it's interesting. He always wanted to know the reason why everyone did stuff to him. He would always ask why, lol. Okay, I love the scene where Mr. Joe was going to stab him, but Seigi literally jumped him. Once again, another villain. It took only seconds to forget all his wrongdoing. Seigi is so precious. 
watching him cry tore my heart. Yes, even though Seiji became really annoying at one point, I just really, really loved the character. <laughs> Seiji met his match with Mr. Joe, was another name for the secretary from Sky Castle 2. Yeah, I think it was Mr. Joe, like the secretary for Kim So Hyung's character. Oh my gosh, I miss Kim So Hyung so much. Anyway, um, the flashback scene of him being a janitor is so hot. Oh my gosh, Kim Jae Wook is so beautiful. I cannot. Yes, he is beautiful. It is cliche with the annoying sibling who's an idol in real life. Lo, they always start that way. Sanha is so cute. Don't really care for his acting. He was part of the characters that were for comic relief. And yes, this drama has a lot of humor. Yeah, so Sanha actually plays a side character. He plays Lee Shina's brother if you don't know who sanha is he is from astro aka the group chan Wu is from um yeah we love chan Wu, don't we but i don't really have much to say about sanha's acting i really didn't pay attention to him because i was just like okay yeah another idol even in business proposal i am guessing that the person who plays um what is her name that plays kim sejong's brother i think the person who plays her brother is also an idol in real life not sure, and I don't think I've seen him before, but I can say I'm 80% sure that he is an idol. Don't quote me on that, though. Um, Bro, the slap scene with her resignation letter. Yes, that was so funny. That was so funny. Y'all look forward to that. That is so funny. Like, every time I think of that scene, it cracks me up. She slapped the shit out of him, bro. Like, that was so funny. That was so funny. I started to wonder if there will be any romance because I just couldn't imagine them together after everything they've been through. Yes, I was actually confused if this drama was going to have any romance because I was just like, how? I want to see how they would say they start developing feelings for each other because they just hated each other. Like, and everything she put him through. And yeah, it was funny. It was actually a very funny drama. It's understandable he wants to live lavishly because of his background. I don't remember the context, but yeah, overall, the way he treated people was because of his experience. I love the fact that I actually made a note saying I don't remember the context. What? So I just made a note, but I don't have a reference for it. What? Anyway, so in the intro, oh yeah, I'm going to talk about the intro thing, and this really irritated me. So in the intro, was that the future and were we watching what leads up to it or what was that? Episode one, I was trying to figure out who was aiming the gun at him. We didn't need a montage of scenes we've already watched at the end. I needed an explanation of the beginning. I'm still confused by the intro scene. They never addressed who's aiming the gun or does that actually never happen? Is it a representation of people hating him for being a genius? So this really bothered me. This bothered me so much it bothered me so much because they just never addressed it and like i am coming up with my own assumptions i'm like okay maybe it just never happened but i would have appreciated if they addressed the situation so basically the opening thing is someone aiming a gun at him and now i'm just concluding that it was just a representation of what is to come and like people disliking him and whatnot but it really bothered me that they didn't like address the situation Anyway, I cringe at video call scenes and K-dramas because they just don't do it right. Yes, I don't understand why they can't actually get an actual app, a video call app, instead of just putting two boxes on a screen and then a red button to end the call. Like, what? Can they actually use a video call app? It's just so irritating. But yeah, that's really trivial. Um, the amount of flashbacks we had lol and a bunch of different stories they tried to show a reason behind everything rather than leaving us to assume i fill in the blanks ourselves but it's interesting because they only did that for the useless parts <laughs> like mr joe going to the parking lot and Seggy following him of course we know that's what went down but they decided to still show it rather than explaining the intro scene yeah i told you the intro scene was just really bugging me i don't know it's just really irritating Anyway, so what happened to the Michelle Lee story? I'm assuming it was the same dude who was sending her the messages. They never addressed who the messages were from, though. I guess this is a part I have to fill in the gap myself. Yes, this was another thing that kind of bothered me, but I just tried to let it not get to me because they just never told us who was sending her. Or maybe they didn't. I just didn't watch. I don't remember. 
Um, another thing I said is Segi reported the incident, but they never cleared up the issue of him being abroad and at the scene at the same time. Yes, this is so irritating. I don't know why this drama just kept leaving a lot of gaps for us to fill. So in the accident scene, Segi is apparently there. He watches Nogujin basically die on the floor and he walks away. However, in the morning, Segi traveled to the States. So I thought they would come up with some cliche excuse of how he was at both places at the same time obviously if he was in korea then he never left but the thing is they also showed him on the plane so yeah i thought they would explain but they never did and then it was so precious at the end when the news or like the report came back that he actually called to report the incident so like he called 911 or the police or something so he actually still cared about gojin even though he was trying to be mean that was precious but yeah he did some mean stuff to nogojin i'm not even gonna cap yeah he was mean i actually started to dislike him but he's just so precious i don't know and i think his name adds to why he's precious because siggy siggy is so cute like honestly if i ever have a kid i think i'm gonna name them siggy that is so adorable or like a nickname it's really adorable i wonder what it means though another thing i said is the hammer gift was low-key toxic yeah i just didn't get that part like at the end crystal gave him a gift of a hammer and she was like if you look at any other women blah 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 yeah they were trying to be funny but that is not okay <laughs> like that's really not okay because think about it how would you feel if you're in a relationship and your partner gives you a hammer as a gift and when you're like, what is this? They're like, I'm going to hit you with it if you ever cheat on me. What? Like, anyway, I know they were trying to be funny, but it's the little things like this that actually get to me. <laughs> um, another thing I said is one of the final scenes in every K-drama has to be the couples walking down the trail or an alley with some beautiful blossoming trees or snow or something. Yes, I cannot count the number of dramas that I've seen that in. Like, it is a staple. It is a staple that at the end of every drama, a couple, they have a happy ending. If they have a happy ending, they're walking down together, either down a path that has trees or down a tunnel, aka, actually no, 2521, they never walked down the tunnel together. I'm just really salty. But anyway, y'all get the gist of what I'm saying. There's another plane going by. I don't understand why planes keep going by today, but I'm just going to keep recording. I hope the mic is not picking it up. Um, another thing I said is he had also reached the point of taking his own life because of someone, but he became the cause of other people. It is technically his ex-girlfriend's fault that she is the cause of all this drama. Bro, why do they always break up like that? Just be honest and save everyone the heartbreak. He also asked why she wasn't honest with him and I'm like exactly telling him that her father is against him rather than causing all the emotional damage emotional damage I'm sorry guys would have been better I love that he apologized to her though okay I just said a lot in that so basically his ex-girlfriend in the past because her father threatened to like do something to Nogojin she ended up breaking up with him I hate it when they do that. Like, can we just be honest in K-dramas and just tell the person, um, can we just pretend like we've broken up because my parent doesn't approve of you rather than saying you're worthless, you're nothing, I never loved you. Like, bro, why would you do that to someone when you can just be honest? But anyway, so that was kind of the situation. She was like, oh my gosh, it actually hurt because she told him, you've always been alone. Oh my gosh, that really, really hurt. And that was how she broke up with him. And so she came back 12 years later. So I think when she left, she had to get married to someone else. I even think she has kids. Actually, no, I don't think they ever said that or they showed her kids at all. But like 12 years later, she comes back for him. And I kind of felt bad for her because to be honest, she did it to protect him, right? She did it to protect him, but now he's already with someone else. It was just really complicated. It was really complicated. And that was something they did in this drama. Like, they would show conflict in situations, but not one side is right. Like, I know I made another note of that, so I'm just going to chill until I find that note. But yeah, I love that Nogojin apologized to her eventually. Like, he was like, sorry, I didn't realize that you actually did it to protect me or whatnot. <sighs> and also, I did tell you guys, like, she made him so depressed and he tried he attempted suicide and so interesting that after surviving that he actually became the cause of other people wanting to do that 
this is why like your background and your experiences really affect how you treat other people and so if you don't really take care of like trauma and if you don't try to get help or you don't try to overcome it like thoroughly and actually like get over it I shouldn't say get over it just get healing if you don't try to completely heal you're going to do the exact same thing to someone else because you're not completely healed I think that's a beautiful lesson to actually learn from this yeah and like it doesn't have to be something as extreme as suicide like if you're harmed in a way or if you're hurt in a way you're going to hurt someone else that same way if you don't get the help that you need to recover from that trust me guys that actually happens and I'm pretty sure you guys believe that too or like you've seen examples anyway something trivial her friend really cannot respect privacy and it's so irritating she took the earrings now she's reading her diary too what the heck are boundaries don't you understand excuse me ma'am yeah this is trivial but i told you it's the little things like this that i pick up and they're really irritating because i feel like they're promoting it guys please respect other people's privacy like even if it's your best friend don't just take their stuff because you think they're gonna be okay with it do not violate their privacy please it's really irritating this is one of my pet peeves like if i give you respect and if i respect your privacy i expect you to do the same even if we're close it doesn't matter for instance if i have my book right here no let me explain how i see it if someone has their book right here and i'm like oh whose book is this and i realize the diary i am not going to open it and read it i'm just gonna put it aside but if you see my diary and you start reading like excuse me excuse me <laughs> i don't know it's the little things like this that really piss me off which is interesting but anyway uh something else i said is so what's the secretary still here why is he trying to put everyone against no gojin poor gojin he has so many people against him it's sad though that he kind of deserves all the hate he is getting if we look at it one way but then again no wickedness or violence can be justified the people suffered because of how he treated them though guys be careful of how you treat people you can cause a lot of damage it's interesting he doesn't remember the people he harmed surprisingly there are good lessons to learn from watching yes i have talked about everything but the secretary i was referring to is actually mr joe he plays big Young's secretary and guys this is the biggest spoiler but he ends up being the main villain right and i was so like confused i was just like why like it was so unexpected so this was the plot to us that was unexpected but i was just so tired of all the complicated stuff they were trying to do so i really wasn't phased when they showed it i was like okay i guess a new villain because first they made us think it was siggy and then anyway i just love siggy <laughs> okay they didn't make us try to think it was siggy siggy was actually mean and he actually did some bad stuff to nogojin but he had his reasons too I know I made a note about that, so I will talk about that. Oof, he needs to learn that forgiveness is a thing. He believes in people paying the price for whatever they commit, which is pretty heartless. I don't blame him, though. He has suffered a lot. It's interesting that he was still rigid, even with the eye-opener from Siggy, that his sis died because of him and his harshness. I think he is making sense, too, and no one is right, per se, because he has actually hurt everyone who's against him, but then he is being even more rigid because of that it is so sad that they didn't leave homeboy alone although everyone around him was against him and wanted to kill him it was sad when they brought up the death threat and how no one reported it history was repeating itself when he said he won't forgive miss Ma and she has to get punished for acting that way in the education industry okay i just said a lot and i really don't want to expand on them but um basically seiji is being mean to nogojin guys this is another spoiler he's being mean to nogojin because he believes that nogojin is the cause of his sister's death because seiji's sister committed suicide right and so he is being really heartless to nogojin because he believes that nogojin is heartless because he heard a recording which is actually manipulated by that secretary mr joe who is the actual villain so because of that he's being really mean to gojin but nogojin believes that if you commit a crime you need to pay for what you've done so like he was pretty heartless like every time something was revealed he was like nope i'm not gonna forgive you you gotta pay the price and that's because of his background right so i couldn't blame him and there were a lot of people who were against him 
and the people who were against him were kind of right because he did mean stuff to them but at the same time it wasn't fair because he's only acting that way as a defense mechanism and I realized that in one scene I actually don't remember but he was being mean because he wanted to build up a wall I don't know I think I made a note about that but I think there was like a pretty good reason for how he was acting but once again that does not justify being mean to people and it doesn't justify wanting to kill people and sending death threats either so like I was saying there's no one way that was right in this it was so sad though like there was a scene where uh, crystal was asking him, like can't you just forgive people and he was like i can't believe you're taking their side and then she accidentally well it wasn't an accident because she said the truth but she said like well we suffered because of you and he was like we like wow like i can't believe you're actually on their side bro it was so sad i felt really bad for like no good Jin, but i also felt bad for the people who he hurt <sighs> And I really loved the case of the teacher who he had fired and then she called him like, okay, I don't like the fact that I keep talking about suicide on this episode, but they do show a lot of that <laughs> in this drama. So it's really tough. It's really tough, guys. Like, just be careful of how you treat people because you don't want, you don't want someone taking their own life because of you. <sighs> anyway... Another thing I said is, okay, wait, what? They did all the leading up and then we got to episode 14. When the truth was revealed, it was the same feeling. Like when the women, it's hard for plot twists to hit me hard anymore. But the best one for me is still suspicious partner. <laughs> but it makes sense why Nogojin is heartless. Yes, I talked about that. So who's the one keeping tabs on him in the beginning? The girl who bumped into Lishina or the secretary at Big EDU? Yeah, okay, I got my question answered. It was the girl who bumps into Alicia now, which is actually, she's not a girl. It was a lady who he fired in the past and who attempted to commit suicide in front of him. Another thing I said is I thought it had to be a misunderstanding that Siggy was involved because he wasn't there. But then again, they could bring us some excuse. Then it could also be that later to show the actual person was not who Nogojin thinks it was. It seems forced to have a villain in this one. It's pretty hard to follow what is going on. Yeah, I talked about that. And I mean, like, Segi being at the accident scene when he was supposed to be abroad. Um, Segi is an actual son of a gun. <laughs> he says things as if he is saying it in passing, but he's causing a lot of damage. And he is being so two-faced. It is so irritating. I knew it had to be some dumb reason like jealousy or Gojin saying something that hurt him. But Gojin didn't actually mean it or it had to be for some reason. Okay, guys, I told you how I was so curious and I started coming up with extreme ideas. I'm going to read it out. Please do not laugh. Please do not laugh. But I was so, <laughs> I was so confused, guys. <laughs> anyway, so I'm just going to read it out. Please don't laugh at me. <laughs> I feel so stupid now that I know the truth. But once again, I told you I came up with really extreme ideas <laughs> okay is a transgender and putting all his frustration on gujin because his father doesn't remember him or maybe he wants to feel valid and recognize so he's harming gujin what is going on does gujin have something to do with hurting Segi's self-esteem as well i really want to know Segi's backstory and it and it better be worth all the damage he is causing is he trying to feel worthy and get to a high-ranking position so that no one would deny him like his father is denying him why is he dragging Nogujin into it? Or is his relative say he and did his relative die or was in danger because of Gojin and because Gojin put work first so Segi couldn't help or Gojin just didn't realize he was being heartless? Is that why he couldn't forgive Gojin? Say he is the answer and I need to figure out who she is. LOL, it became so intense all of a sudden. Okay, so they Gojin know who Say he was or was Say he re related to him in the past, but then Gojin rejected Sigi when he transitioned. <laughs> what? Sigi <laughs> better have a good reason. I thought he would be doing it to help Nogoji in a way and I thought that would be a plot twist because I really don't want to hate him. Okay, the plane is going by again. Anyway, guys, please don't laugh at me. I was just so confused. And it was because of a scene that they showed where um um Siggy went to see his father at the nursing home. Then his father was like, I asked you to bring my daughter. What is he doing here? And the father was like, say he, say he. And so I was like, okay, 
I was trying to read Sega's reaction, but he looked really hurt. And I was like, okay, is his dad calling him Sehi, which is a female name? And I was like, okay, does that have something to do with his past? Guys, I was really desperate. So I started coming off with those <laughs> with those ideas. But anyway, yeah, he is not transgender. Actually, Sehi was his sister and his sister died. She committed suicide because of something that happened. And he thought Gojin was the cause of that, but it ended up being the secretary, Mr. Joe, who was the actual cause of everything. Um, it is kind of selfish for no Gojin not to want her to be successful so she doesn't leave him. But then I understand because of his background, I cried in all the parts of his childhood and the parts that they showed his grandma. Yes, no Gojin's life was really sad. Like, it was really, really sad. He was really alone. He was alone. It was just like a really depressing life. And then there was a part that Crystal wanted to um, audition, but he didn't want to let her. And his reason was that if she becomes successful, she's going to leave him. And even though I can understand why he was acting that way, it just really put me off that it was kind of selfish. And yeah, if someone is doing that in real life, guys, please stay away. Like if someone doesn't want you to be successful because they don't want you to leave them, then no, like you can't be with that person. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was so cringy, but I love it. What did I love? Oh yeah. She said, I'll sell my organs if I have to pay you back. And he was like, I'll buy your heart. Oh my gosh. That was so cringy. It was so cheesy, but it was so cute. I didn't want to laugh in the parts of him thinking she had cancer because that's kind of a serious situation. But when she told him it's not true and he didn't believe her it was actually kind of funny and then protecting her from getting hit by the flower was so cute also using his finger to lift the box in the elevator as if that actually works in real life yes so she actually pretends actually no it's not pretends um she has a misdiagnosis at the hospital that she has cancer so she doesn't have cancer and when she thinks that she has cancer she actually wants payback and so she goes to his house to kill him but she actually doesn't kill him and then he has an accident that day and blah 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 um i facepalm myself so many times watching this so let's date is all he could think of as a solution she's dying so let's date before she dies <laughs> i even thought maybe she wrote about wanting to be in a relationship or something but there was nothing like that when he saw her diary oof i can't with, with all the misunderstandings now he's going to be nice thinking she's going to die yeah it just wasn't following for some reason like i even forgot some early scenes of her visiting her dad with him and whatnot or the fact that she was gonna die and that's how all this nonsense started yes so i don't want to expand on that because i'm tired <laughs> i'm just gonna keep reading the notes um gojin has trust issues he redrew his hand because he didn't want to get hurt it's so sad i laughed because i was reminded of his trauma in her private life it's so sad that he is mean as a defense mechanism yeah so this is the part i was talking about i think there was a part that he ended up at the hospital i don't remember why and then she actually stayed with him or something i know he was trying to like like pat her head but then as he was about to touch her he pulled back because he remembered all the people who he has allowed into his life and how they've treated him like he thought about his ex and how she abandoned him he also thought about siggy they were really close like they were his closest brothers but then siggy was actually betraying him and whatnot so then he pulled back because he didn't want to like let her into his life did that make any sense yes he didn't want to let her into his life because he was scared that she would also abandon him and then he started to put up a front like he was mean and whatever so yeah that's when i realized that he was being mean as a defense mechanism lol the pillow fight i love how she pulled his hair at first after getting insulted yeah, i really love that part when he noticed the size of his house it showed how lonely he was it's also appreciated that realization it's just so messy and all over the place even if not a lot is going on i don't know sometimes i forget about characters and whatnot the story isn't following either it's just so jumpy what yeah i talked about that ahaha uh, what the heck their first kiss was so cliche i facepalmed myself also it's pretty dumb to say that that's the start of their romance so he kissed her to cover himself but then he fell for her it's hilarious how he bowed when he apologized for kissing her but i love that they made it a point to show that he genuinely and sincerely apologized to show that it isn't right to violate people like that yes i really 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 
love that part this is also trivial but basically he does this um thing i told you they're in a contract relationship they eventually get into a contract relationship and he's trying to prove a point to his ex and so he kisses lishina right without her consent obviously and then she's mad obviously and i keep saying obviously sorry so she's mad and he's like okay i'm gonna apologize but then he does this like funny apology and she gets out of the car but i love that he apologizes for real like he bows and he's like i'm sorry like i really love that they showed that because yeah don't be kissing people without their consent guys that is not okay people become reckless before they die i have a feeling she'll end up with cancer okay i'm glad i was wrong <laughs> so it is said in 2023 i'm so confused but they showed it in one of his promotional videos and it said 2023 whenever i think of the intro scene as so stupid i need a conclusion or someone to answer my question about it anyway i did ask a question on my drama list and someone responded and said because i asked like was it just a representation of what is to come or like how people don't like him and the person was like yeah basically um, I couldn't enjoy the part of her lying. It's so unfair. I couldn't help but suspect the brother throughout. I always end up hating in Young's character, shaking my head. Yes, I've talked about everything. And the first part, what I mean is when Lishina was claiming to be his fiance, she was doing a lot of like funny, in quotes, funny things to him, like messing around. Like she was forcing him to eat onions, even when he hated onions and she was forcing him to eat fish and stuff like that okay it was funny right it was funny but that's not okay like don't actually do that in real life because what if he actually was allergic to onions and she forced him to eat it like there was a time she even gave him water from the toilet this is so gross to drink and stuff <sighs> anyway it was it was funny but it just didn't feel right and it didn't sit right with me so even though i was i just i couldn't laugh genuinely because i was just like ha 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 we can't get it guys you're trying to be funny but when you think about it in real life like don't do that guys um i don't know how pretending to be his i don't know how pretending to be his fiance is revenge is trying it's toying with his feelings which i guess hurts but what's the trick of life and love i don't remember what the family thought in that one here her friends were telling her to love pranks on him while pretending to be his girlfriend i guess the closer she is the more she can hurt him um it's interesting how she was talking about killing him but then when someone attempted to she was crying yeah that was actually precious like so she went to his vacation house to actually kill him but then when the accident happened, she came back and she was crying like, wake up, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bro, didn't you just come to kill him? <laughs> um, my megalophobic eyes looked away. Yeah, guys, um, if you don't know, I do not like huge things or things that are blown out of proportion. So there was a scene where they made him really huge in comparison to her. I just hate stuff like that. And so I looked away because I couldn't see it. And the last note I said is I haven't seen Lee Shion in a hot minute. Yes, I told you guys I haven't seen him. So I was actually happy to see him in a drama. If you don't know who that is, search him up. I'm tired, you guys. <laughs> okay, before I leave, there's a comment I saw on my drama list that I want to read. It basically called out this drama for having a lot of cliches. And I just appreciate the comment. Um, The comment was made by the account. The username is Duncan. So shout out to that person. So yeah, I'm going to read the comment and I will end the episode here. I'm so drained. I think I've been recording for more than an hour. <laughs> so the comment says, I'm just going to like pick parts to read and not read the entire thing because it's quite long. Uh, A bit, not to say a lot, disappointed with this drama because I read comments about how this drama is breaking all the cliches. I don't see where that happens except perhaps for the fake amnesia. It is even the contrary that writers seem to collect all the cheesy cliches. Dumb, dense, clumsy female lead, book smart, reach, egocentric male lead, second male lead being too nice like I'm hiding something and will surely betray everyone in the end. The famous contract the male lead will talk about all the time to belittle the female lead most of the villains being stupid <laughs> or ridiculous or both male lead cliches past trauma about everyone leaving his side and that explains why he is acting like a spoiled little kid female lead has zero skills or interesting sides except for her kindness the bee who abandoned the male lead in the past trying to get back because she has a good reason or a really poor excuse in my opinion and so on 
yes i really appreciate this call because it really called out all the cliches and i'm glad not only i see it because a lot of people are rating this a 10 out of 10 and i'm so confused <laughs> and everything the person said is so siggy really did not help gojin after he was rolled over by a car i thought there would be a twist about that yeah same i mean there was kind of a twist at the end that he reported the situation but the point is he walked away um yeah and he made him eat a peach at some point just to know if he is faking amnesia or or not yeah that part was kind of stupid guys don't do that don't don't do that what if the person dies like what if gojin had such an extreme reaction to eating the peach and he died i don't know but then again like siggy was close to killing gojin like that was his goal so actually was his goal to kill him i think his goal was just to make him suffer like his sister suffered anyways i have been talking for quite some time even the poster i'm looking at the poster and you won't be able to tell that this is what the drama is about like the poster that they have on asian wiki i think the one of wait i think there are multiple posters let me see there is a poster that's exactly what the drama is about but then there's another one that looks something like that yeah so there's a poster of the wedding dress and there's like blood spilled on it and she's holding his hand or whatever I guess that's kind of similar to it. I don't know. I just really love Hajun, bro. And guys, watch their content on YouTube. Like, they went on a lot of, not a lot of shows, but I watched a few. Kim Jae-wook is just so pretty. He is the hottest actor, like I told you guys. And Crystal, I actually miss Crystal. Yeah. Anyway, check out this drama if you want to or not. Okay, I'm going to end here. Peace. Um, there are a lot of bloopers that I wanted to, not bloopers, there are a lot of content that I wanted to talk about, like random content, but I cannot add them to this episode because I'm already drained. I will make another part to it. And also, I'm so happy I didn't get interrupted. So I was able to record this in one go. Okay, not for real. Bye, guys. Peace. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.